in this episode. Baps out, baby group. It's lovely meeting other mums. And Alice and I speak brutally honest with each other. You know, when one was talking about her piles, which I hope it's not too much TMI, we're like, absolutely not, bring it on. All the piles chat. Because that's the reality of it. And it's lovely to share that with someone and it not be like, self-conscious about it or uncomfortable because you're group like we all just sat there chatting with our baps out while waiting for the baby to latch and i'm not really self-conscious about it no man so what <laughs> the baby's on the floor someone got like, shit at the legs and we're like no whatever cool okay heckled by your co-host this is thrilling all right Anyways, yeah all right how are your segments in the podcast going great my idea sketch it was and i did the work for it that's, that's how it goes. No, no. It's not frustrating at all. <laughs> Pass Scat chat to Merrick Turds. Peak sleep deprivation. Opened the diaper that was just a pee diaper. Lifted her butt to change it. Liquid baby goo rocketed out of her butt and sprayed all over my face, clothes and hair, a bassinet and our bed. I knew I only had about enough time for sleep or shower before she woke again after feeding. I was so tired that I did my best with a baby wipe and slept for 45 minutes covered in baby shit. <laughs> Welcome to Blabbering. A week-by-week -week glimpse into a couple stumbling through life with a newborn. I'm Tilly. And I'm Dan. Each week over dinner, you'll learn Tilly is quite the feeder. We'll discuss the realities of raising our baby, talking through the highs, lows and honest confessions of this thing called parenting. Parenting won't be easy, but let's at least laugh about it. This, this is Blabbering. blabbering. <laughs> oh, welcome to week seven. Yeah, seven. Week seven. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to the point when we stop doing the baby's age in weeks and move on to months. Well, I just start doing fractional years anyway. What we got for what we got for lunch today? Today we've got classic British classic tikka masala. Used to be the UK's favourite dish. Chicken tikka masala. But then we've got chicken. What have we got instead of chicken? Got a ginger bit of pea protein. Who's the got? Eat curious. When you sponsor me. And we got a brown rice because. We're healthy, isn't it? Healthy! And also whole grains help me make more milk. Get the milk production battery going. She is a hungry girl. Yeah. Guzzle it down. Guzzle, guzzle, guzzle. You like to mix food together, you're a mixer. I absolutely fucking hate it when I get all my foods, like, non-mixed. And they're, and they're meant to talk to the dog, not to me. And they're meant to be things that, you know, you mix. Because I, you know, I either try and fit them all on a fork and shove them all in my mouth, and then I can't get them all in there, mm. or I have to mix all my food. And mixing food doesn't look great when you're like out at a restaurant or something. So, it, do you make a cottage pie I would if I didn't think I could get it all on a fork. The way a cottage pie is stacked, so it's easy to just yeah dissect and eat. If it was like for whatever reason, decomposed, what's the word? De deconstructed? Deconstructed. 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 <laughs> if it was deconstructed, I would, yeah, I'd probably bash it. But you know, I like to vary the different, like, levels of things I've got, the different concentrations that maybe well, sometimes I want more rice and a little bit of salt, sometimes I want it really saucy, you know, you know maybe just, just pure salt. Or just pure plain rice, cleanse the palate. Mmm. Nah. Nah. <laughs> 
in for a penny, in for a pound, isn't it? I trust I trust the chef's got the ratios right. You know, back yet. Have you? Got the ratios right? Yeah, chef. Have you got the ratios right? Or the sauce. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you like, isn't it, really? Sounds like an extra saucy. I mean, you've got a right, so that's good. Mash it up. I don't know you long Sometimes I'll just mash parts and not all. Yeah. To check. But I won't ever, if I know something's meant to be combined, I will mix it. I find it an irritating to try and, like, get two different things on one board that makes sense. Yeah. I suppose. I suppose. What were you talking about earlier? I can't remember. It was. You were laughing at me because I didn't like the way she smelled. I was laughing at you because you said I like, I even like the smell of her breath. I do, I think she's got really nice breath. <laughs> you don't get bad breath when you're baby, I don't think. Unless maybe when you're poorly. Maybe, yeah. But she, yeah, she always smells, it's almost a bit sweet, her breath. It's nice. Like, yeah, breathe on me. I won't lie, I haven't tried to smell her breath. So I wouldn't be able to tell you whether I... Do or don't like her breath. I know you will. Yeah, now I'll have a little smell and be able to tell you, is it for me or not? I think I like it. If you like her head and stuff, I think you like her breath. <coughs> well, I guess what's happened this week then. So my work's been pretty manic. You've... Um, You've been going to different groups and been stuff. Been a joint, I've been to one group. And uh, had both our six-week checkups. Yeah. And there's something else. I had lots of family and friends around as well. Yeah. Met your great-grandparents. Yeah. Which was nice, wasn't it? They're well excited to meet her. But yeah, back to about that we had our six-week checks with the doctor and then health visitor. All gravy, she's put on weight. She's still not massively heavy, she's still just below average, but she's very long. Um, but yeah, all well. We've got signed off, so I can get back to the gym, which is very exciting. Very exciting. So that's been worked on your, your perineum, pelvic floor. That's the one, just that particular part, just tiny up your gooch. Oh, I knew it was P something, just couldn't remember. Yeah, this week just been my first experience of reflecting on like how to activate my pelvic floor because obviously it's just shots pieces when your abs aren't quite back together yet, so you sort of figure out how to engage them again. So it doesn't really look like I'm doing much in the gym, I'm sort of doing lots of like breath work and then leaving. So I'm not breaking a sweat, but come tomorrow, I'm actually going to start shifting some weights, which I'm really looking forward to. But it's, I've really enjoyed it just getting out first thing in the morning. And spending that hour in the gym by myself, for myself. Yeah, this is something that I was that we, we need to speak about, and something that we definitely should have done and haven't done, and maybe we'll try and do. Is this element of you know? Previously, there was stuff that I should have done that I didn't do that I could get away with not doing in terms of chores and stuff like that. Yeah. Now I feel like the list is just kind of unsurmountable in that the list is definitely longer than the time that I've got because when you actually consider all the sort of stuff like researching how to make sure that she's developing and growing and you know all these sorts of facts while also trying to do all the sort of 
chores to keep the place clean, tidy, and helpful for you. And then also do my work, which currently is, you know, longer than usual. Yeah. And then also just actually have some R and R for me. It just, you know, if I was to actually try and do it all, it would definitely be thirty hours, and that's obviously not going to work in a day. Yeah. And so it's kind of having that conversation between the two of you of of coming to the table and saying, "This is my prioritized list of needs, wants, and likes." Yeah. This is your prioritized list. Now let's look at each other's and agree on a combined list. I what things are on the sheet that you're meant to do that you maybe are only in your life, but there you know there would be in my want, so we can come up with a, a joint prioritized list. Yeah. And that's something we need to do because I guess you've kind of worked with Jim. But you, you said Jim's incredibly important to me. I need to get to Jim or I go every morning. Yeah, that's sort of my one thing I go into each day. And so that's that's resulted in me kind of adapting my day so that you know, you'll wake because I'm sleeping during the morning because mm-hmm. you sleep evening, as it were. Because we're still doing that sort of use. I think this will come, become easier when we stop doing that. I think, you know, we're going to try out this coming weekend. Yeah. I well, think... yeah, because we weren't like 12 hours of sleep window. Because currently you sleep eight till two, and then I sleep kind of like effectively three till eight. Because the last means I could like go to gym earlier. Yeah. So I could leave the gym say at six. Yeah. And that means I'm back by half seven. Because currently, yeah, you're waking me up at like seven or half six, come give me baby and then be be off to the gym. And then I have to kind of come down, get fatty ready for a walk, go out, come have a walk with it. And I guess I need to work out kind of what things are my things and what things are our things. And also, I had a really good conversation with one of my colleagues from work, just kind of discussing the fact that I guess my mindset around period was that you just kind of have to suffer through it. And he sort of discussed the fact that, no, you've got to look, it's not going to be sunshine rose, it's not going to be fun all the time. But you need to find the thing, some things that you do good for you, that you'll enjoy, but also some things that you're going to do with baby, just you and baby, that you enjoy together. And he was sort of saying that him and used to be sometimes when his baby was a bit older, go to the pool. And there were times when, you know, his kid would just scream at him the whole hour. He was like, fuck this, I'm going to enjoy this no matter what. And just to make it, you know, have his dragging kid to the pool, get him in. Once in the water, it's fine, but like for 20 minutes or whatever, again. And it's those sorts of things. They find out they being in some of that. And I guess for me, I need to work out what's the thing that I can kind of do with her. Yeah. So I think, yeah, we need to we need to try and talk about that list. And that list is going to include things, not just what you want to do, but also what is currently on your list of things. So like, for example, hoovering was my job. I purposely bought a robot vacuum, but I knew I wasn't going to do it enough. And I then need to have the discipline to make sure that I so it does actually do the job, which is something that I'm in the game and stuff like that. So sort of a realignment of chores and I think and then put it on your whiteboard like you've you've done and, and you know have them split out and just kind of like recurring some one offs etc. Yeah. yeah, no I agree. No way at all explicit and there's no time. Yeah. Like if there's no arguments about it and like we very rarely argue about anything because we tend to feel guilty that we haven't done the thing that the other person is annoyed about and they'll double down when it's actually on the whiteboard and you go, Well look it's on the whiteboard I'm like, oh, oh. I'm just angry with myself, but I'm angry with you. Leave me alone. Well, yeah, that goes both ways. But I think for the yeah for, for the morning, say things you need to your morning checklist almost. Let's have those things. So say, is it is it culture, meditation, run, chores, or whatever? Let's yeah. say those are your four things. 
and you allocate your time. So maybe you go, I'm going to give 10 minutes to my chores in the morning, whether that's just like doing the dishwasher or whatever. Yes, I guess so. so if you want, we can have things like daily and weekly tasks. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's what I do in the morning kitchens. I have daily cleaning schedules, weekly cleaning schedules, monthly cleaning schedules. Right near the chat place, do your SOPs, treat me like a little sliding Kitchen Bible that we want, the house Bible. But yeah, I do think we need to make sure we're getting things down. So we both have things that help keep us our heads straight because I absolutely love being a mum and all this is right now. But obviously it's very all encompassing. But we also need to put on things there that we want to do as, as a unit, like yeah. the three or four, including the dog in some cases. And then just as me and you. So it, like it becomes a real matrix of kind of try and craft your ideal life in terms of what are the things that you need to just do because you enjoy for your own health mm -hmm. and then what are the things that you need to do for like the household and the family that kind of must be done and then you know how do you support your partner in doing their things and then how do you also do you and your partner together and how do you do you and your partner and your baby secret so you, it's just it's a massive juggling act and i think we're going it to get the world together it definitely is and i think that you know the thing that's the problem nowadays is that everyone just including myself here wants that convenient solution and doesn't really accept that it's got to be a very deliberate action you've got we've got to sit down and actually do something about it whereas i just want to pitch it hi my lovelies thank you for listening can you please like review and subscribe to our podcast all right then so what are your highs lows and funnies so, so i'm just trying to get ahead on the the poo chat because <laughs> every week i forget that i need to find you find a few things at once so should i stop no you... no you go because i'm not gonna listen no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> communication is so important in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you want to go first then i think i'll go first so uh, it's, it's definitely been enjoyable seeing like my my grandma and my, my grandparents and family kind of relish in having like another generation mm. that's been very nice and seeing how much it kind of means to them because you always spend this whole time you like i'll say it wears off it just very quickly becomes part of your life and there are enjoyable moments but it's something that you were doing mm. and you know always when you see other people interacting with your child it's going to make you kind of pause and reflect you kind of go oh yeah this is magical this is amazing whereas kind of a lot of the time you're just kind of like they this thing, that thing, next thing, mm. and, and you don't have as many of those. You do have those magical moments, but you don't have them as often because you're not able to take a step back as much. So that's been very nice. I'm my grandparents over this weekend. What is that thing? Having them. Good morning, Yes, and <laughs> we keep calling the dog Patty. And grandmama said and decided it's called Batty. Now I hope I don't get cancelled because I know that can be. What are you saying? Can we use it as a gay slur? Okay. No, I, I, don't, know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. No, I have. I just wasn't sure what you were going to say. Well, that's what I was going with. Now, you want me to use the gay slur to try and clear my name and then make it worse. Um, so, no, I'm not using it as a gay slur. I'm just saying that was the hearing of my grandmother. But now, my grandmother calls him Batty. So, that's now his name for my grandmother. Now, if this is one of yours, I'll stop. But I was going to say, I quite like watching this and the followers now. Oh, yes, it doesn't matter. We can have joint one. Okay, fine. 
No, she can't. I think she recognised you a lot more than she recognised me because well, the, the food train. So she spent a lot of time looking at you, and suddenly you obviously spend a lot of time with her because now I'm back at work and stuff like that. But like, if if it's only me in the room, you're out the room. Someone else has it. She'll still spend a lot of time like tracing me around the room. And she'll nice. 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 No, but it's, 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 it is. She needs yeah. you, loves you, and that's nice. And that's the thing. For the first two weeks, it does. It's for the well, not two weeks, for the, the earlier part. I mean, I've said this, and it doesn't sound that great. It does feel a bit like having a Tamagotchi on hard mode. It's kind of just. It does feel a bit like just do this thing, do that thing, feed it, change it, keep it alive. Just and now it feels a bit more like, oh, actually, this is you know. It, it, you know, the baby recognizes me. It's that it, you're the important person. Exactly. Which sounds very self centered yeah. and self interested, but to a degree it is because I don't like I'm doing all this. You know, I hope you're around to sign up. That's fair enough, isn't it? You, you want them because you love them so much. Yeah. You want that to be reciprocated. You want to be like, you know, am I important to you? Like, yeah. you are to me. Yeah, I agree with you. I also like the fact she smiles back at us now. So like when you smile at her, she'll like smile back at you sometimes, and she'll and she makes eye contact with you. Like you can have, probably have like communication through your faces now. Yeah, that's really nice. She smiles at me more with her eyes than she does like fully. Like I can see sometimes she'll be moving her mouth in a kind of smiley way, but I haven't got like I rarely get the full the full smiles. So I think you've got a few. I think that's also to do with the fact that you've obviously smiled at her more because you've been with her more. I also. Deliberately smile at her. And you smile more in general. I do. Whereas I spend most of my time with her at like between the hours of 8 pm and 2, 2 am. So that might not necessarily be my most smiley of times. No, I think you just be deliberate in them. Like, I, I'm deliberately smiling at her to get a smile. Oh, I'm I mean, like... absolutely manipulating the situation. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sticking out my tongue so she sticks out her tongue because that's good for her development as well. Yeah. So, any more highlights from you? Um, so, yeah, that was a big high. I think my other high was. Went to me, like I said, went to the mum, the bump and baby group this week. That's my first sort of group I've done since she's been born. It's got kind of nice of getting more involved in the outside world. Because, you, you know, for the first while, you are quite cocooned, aren't you? You're quite insular. Yeah. People come see you, and that's lovely, but you're not, you might go for walks, but you're not really, you know, interacting with the outside world very much. I think that's just how it is. But now I'm getting to the stage where I am interacting with the outside world and becoming more involved, you know. I went to that group and it was lovely meeting other mums and their babies, and you're talking about how it's going and the struggles you're having, what's nice, what's, what's hard just general life and you know and it's nice being sort of brutally honest with each other you know one woman was talking about her piles which i hope it's not too much tmi we're like absolutely not bring them on all the piles chat because that's the reality of it and it's lovely to, to share that with someone and it not be like self-conscious about it or uncomfortable because you're all just like fuck it we've all gone through this i really enjoy that on tuesday and i'm going to start doing every week and there's other group groups from that i want to join things like you know massage and sensory and i walked over to our local library which is really sweet and actually host some classes there so that when she's older i can take us like a craft group or board games if she's not inclined for board games but for now there's rhyme time on a friday so i can take her and they sort of do nursery rhymes and little stories which i'm going to go to with my mum and my niece next friday which would be lovely and i was also off spending time with the mums talking about you know our days and you know our partners going back to work and things like that we're all talking about how we like to get out of the house at least once a day go for a walk or something and i know that we all did that but no one does it with anyone else and i was like it, it can, can get, get quite lonely i imagine you know, being home, I'm okay to do all work from home three days out of five. Actually, I'm not, I'm only by myself with her two days a week, so it doesn't feel lonely. Yeah. I got you in a couple of days which I can feel quite isolating and lonely. I thought we'd all go for walks. Why don't we get together? So I'm looking to hopefully start 
Parent. What's his face? I think that's nice because a lot of the time you feel like trying to socialize can be quite hard because you've got this barrier, this hurdle of kind of having a child there in terms of you've got to get them ready to get out the door, you've got to get, you know, and what if they cry, what if they need changing, what if they need feeding, what if they need, you've got to try and do all these things with the social setting. I think a lot of people find that very as well. Because if you're socializing with other mothers, it's all pure understanding. It's like, okay, we've got to stop walking, I can change my baby on this bench in the middle of the park. Yeah, yeah well, it's like the group. Like we all just sat there chatting with our apps out while I went for the baby to latch, and I'm not <laughs> self-conscious about it. No matter. So what? <laughs> and the baby's on the floor. Someone got like, shit at the leg, and I'm like, no, whatever. Cool. Okay. You know, we're quite lucky. We'll, we'll go most places with them, and we don't feel too self-conscious about it. No. I, I mean, think you're you get more because you hate the idea of being an inconvenience. Don't you? Yeah. You're the idea of being put out by you. And so I think that's probably that probably weighs more on you than it does on me. I, I don't think I've had it necessarily with the baby. Have I? Have you noticed it tomorrow? I don't think you've been that opportunity to have that. But I feel like, you know, if you, if you were to go to your boys and you were like, but you could only go to your boys. Moonbeam. Um, I forgot what I was saying that. But yeah, I think you would be more likely to feel that way. I think it depends on what point she is. Like, I'm completely happy to kind of go. I'd be happy to go out with my, with my boys with moonbeam if i got the point that i knew that i could a better degree of self-sufficiency mm-hmm. and it always depends on what we're doing most of the time i always quite like the the rather reckless element of it all like let's just hire a boat and then who knows oh, yeah but there's gonna be a lot less less that as you get older now there'll still be the annual retreat yeah the annual recklessness yeah you need that you need to have a like a blowout weekend where multiple ones will always come out of injuries. You always come back injured. I didn't this time, though. Very bruised, and so you feel like cruises and cuts and things. Yeah. Really bad. Will still be bitching about his shoulder. I guess my low, my low is probably this, this kind of trifecta of my jaw hurting all the time because I'm clenching all the time because I'm stressed about lots of things of which having to kind of balance current being on a very demanding engagement and also one of these new throws of parenting yeah. and it, to be frank my jaw was kind of clenched well i was clenching a lot even before that i think that's i don't know i, I guess just having a lot higher degree of underlying stress something like i mean i'm very fortunate that the dreams have got I used to come for you. I used to make sure you were okay. Then I'd have a little good girl. <laughs> so I'm very happy those have gone. They've been replaced over the back. I now just clench my jaw in my sleep and wake up with a race, with a, with a sore jaw. And then combined with that is the fact that yeah, currently I'll be kind of working quite a lot. I'll just do my sort of my hours during the actual working day 
then kind of be with you and moonbeam for the evening. And when you go to bed, moonbeam falls asleep. I'll then work during kind of night shift. So it means that I'll end up working for maybe for 11 or 2 or something. So that's been quite tiring because, you know, realistically, I should try and catch a little nap on the, on the sofa or on the armchair. Yeah, and hopefully once this project's calmed down right the way, then... Yeah, and I've got to accept also that this is kind of something that I've chosen to do. Like, I could just turn around and kind of say, it's not possible. I mean, I kind of originally did and then said that it was, and now I kind of feel like I kind of have to. And, you know, there's a lesson in that. Yeah, so I guess that kind of trifecta of items, the, the jaw, the stress, and the, the, the work that we're currently just feels like not a lot, but, but it, it doesn't, there's a clear end, like the project will end. What I need to get better at doing is just also managing my own stress that I'm not clutching my jaws. You were saying a bit while I do. Yeah, I do like to clutch my jaw, but I definitely feel myself doing it like when I'm asleep in bed, and I'm like, oh, I'm doing that. I'll notice what I'm doing during the day. I do sometimes, yeah. I think part of it for me is for when, for so long, until literally this past week, wrestling was really painful for me most of the time. But actually, I spent most of the time when she's feeding, like, sort of like quite tense. Yeah. Like being like sort of like tensing my jaw and tensing my body. Just I was like, oh, God, it's, you know, I don't want to stop because she needs the food, but it's fucking painful. My body's still quite in that mode. Yeah. I still sort of do it when she's feeding, when it's not sore. I'm like, why am I, why am I tensing? It's just like, but yeah, yeah I, I definitely yeah, I have to that was tensing my jaw and stuff. Is that, is, that, is that your low? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think what was my low? Like I said, I had a pretty good, I think generally I had a pretty good week. You know, I think, especially yeah. the latter half week when I was starting to, to go to the gym and stuff like building in that, just a little bit of structure. Like my days have very little structure because, you know, I get the things I want to get done, but by large part it's ruled by her, which is fine. Yeah. But having yes. that little bit of structure in the morning massively helps. Yeah. I'm a personal structure. So that's been really good this week. But I guess although I think I struggle when I see you struggling with it all. Yeah. So you know, because you're someone and you know with first of it, you quite easily get into a quite negative mindset. Yeah. And that's just your natural way of being. And you're fully aware of that. And you and you and you try and fight that and that's fine. So it means things like, you know, when you are stressed and things are, are piling up a bit or you're tired, you quite easily go down a negative mind, like, tunnel or whatever and you just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And right, you, go, you know, you go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And you know, I don't like seeing you like that. But there's not always much I can do. Like, we can try and talk about it and I can you know, do what I can to try and support you. But I'm, I, also, I, I also have to accept the fact that that is you. That is part of you, and it's a journey you, you're going on, and you've got to go on, you've got to work through it, and do your. Uh, I need to not, not be invested because you're my husband, and so we've always been invested in how you feel and want to support you. But I just not feel it so personally, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's like this kind of thing, like just there, there'll be one thing that only links to one thing that links to another thing that links to it, and so they're very rarely. Have an issue, oh. but there's kind of a temporary downward spiral, of, and and I I do it partially from a practical perspective and also from an emotional perspective. To a degree, it's what's the underlying thing about the soul that will solve it, and it's just going down the route. What's bad as well as too much, and then in the case of this, this is the thing that I'm most 
that cause very negative trends, and it can create a bit of a. It does make a little bit negative. Yeah, um, I guess you know, basically, the natural with is that, and this is more, I think, probably more my issue than, than yours, is that I want you to be having joy in this time. And, and I fully aware this isn't that fun a lot of the time, like you're saying, like it's very much like you need to feed her, make sure she's got clean nappy and sleeping, and obviously give her love, but it's 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 very sort of like management, isn't it? Yeah, very clearly, like basic need, exactly as we're fulfilling. And like, like that's what's been so lovely about her now. It's time to engage. But if you, you know, you, you're saying that you know you're not really enjoying it right now, or like not a good time. And I, you know, this is something we've wanted for such a long time. I'm sure we'll, that's what we're talking this podcast about our journey. Make a little moonbeam. But yeah, because it, I guess yeah, it's, a, it's something we've wanted and we've been prepared for, and we chose to have her. I'm someone. We've created for mindsets, don't we? Yeah, you you are somebody who manages to just have unending optimism and, and just look for the joy in everything whereas i kind of very quickly find the, the bad in things and then find the worse and worse and worse from that yeah which is which some reason is that we can we struggle with that because i'm sort of going well why can't you see the good in this i don't see what or, or why i need to it's not just that it's it's that you you have an amazing ability to work out how to make something good, be that look at it from a different perspective, look at it across a different time period, looking at it from always really trying to find the, the good. I mean, I personally don't like the idea of labeling things good and bad and so that just get on with what they actually are and be in that moment, be it, you know, however it is. The things kind of just are, if you find joy and enjoy it, and if you don't, if you know, if it's something's not great. Try and solve the problem, and then find the next thing and find joy in it. But I think it's better to at least, if you're going to recognize something bad, be better at making good than ending up constantly finding bad. Try to be good But for example, like when you're not, when something, when you're going through a period that's not enjoyable, you don't actually think about that period. You think of it relative. To what we've had to get there. Well, yeah, for me, I think a lot of people are just caught up in that moment going, well, this is a bit shit. Whereas for you, no, this isn't great. I'm so glad to be where I am, given where I was. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that is exactly it. You know, like I said, like, say, to, you know, bringing it back to the breastfeeding, when I've been sat there and it's been like, no, it's been excruciating. Yeah. Like, it's been like, you know, I wanted to cry. No. And I've gone, oh, God, you know, and you, you know, part of me wants to go, fuck this, just give a formula and that's fine you know if you do or choose to do that but it's not what i wanted to choose to do and being like you know you're sort of hard finding hard to see the point in it and like she's just going well actually like the way i look at it like you said is that i'm, I'm going well i'm so blessed actually yeah so it's that, that it's that zoom it, out perspective yeah, that be, i struggle to be, with to be going through this pain actually that's a blessing because that means yeah. that i have a beautiful daughter and you know there's, there's times where we we didn't know if we were going to have that yeah yeah, it's it's that ability to to zoom in and out of perspective as is my beneficial to you, which is something that I'm not good at and can very quickly latch on to the negative and follow the trail of negativity as well. Oh, oh that's a funny thing. Let's see. I guess one of them was it's not really directly her, but 
how grandma absolutely loved having a baby on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> I told her. And then Moonbeam decides to start crying. And then he's like, okay, enough. Maybe another time, but not this Not for now. Yes, and she's still crying. I was like, would you like to eat? And you're like, no, give it to your grandma. I was like, okay. <laughs> I've, I've come out to that. <laughs> it didn't work. I'll try again in a few months. She's living. She'll die a bit more. No. It's not really funny, but I do enjoy that she snores. I find baby snoring really funny. I don't know. I've seen that snore. I've noticed that snores. I don't know. Even when she's in the. Oh, just got her face cut off. Yeah, I have heard that. But it is more juicy than that. She's got a reef from her, I think. Yeah. <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> Because she just presses her face into you. It's not that we're doing to her. She loves trying to get her face into your chest as much as possible. And then she's like coming to blow bubbles through your skin. And when she like when we're sleeping in bed, because the moment we're doing a bit of co-sleeping, so she's sleeping next to me in the bed. She probably like nuzzles into my armpit. Yeah, she does that to me when she's in the carrier. But it's like bare armpit. Oh, yeah. Remember, but... so it's... I'm trying to throw my bra. Ready to whack she was absolutely very into it. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure, because you get quite sweaty. It's, part, it's, it's one of part of the joyful postpartum journey. Is that you get quite like, you get night sweats. You've seen it, you know, you've yep. been really moist. <laughs> and I'm just like, maybe where it's going to be dripping sweat on her face. Maybe that's what she wants. She doesn't like being moist. She often comes back from her cuddling with you. It's just some sort of like. We get real close to your skin, it does get. Yeah, sweaty and damp, and mm. um, I don't really have that one. milk as well. She's got a milk on her. of liquids all over her. She loves it. She's a little grot bag like us. <laughs> <laughs> also, if anyone listens to this and they work for Lidl, we'd love to be sponsored by Lidl because we use all of their nappies. I was about to drink her milk then. I really do feel the urge every time I'm eating to give her some. Yeah. I just feel like Vince didn't want to shove it in her mouth. I want to feed her. This is thrilling. All right. Yeah. All right. How are your segments in the podcast going? Great. My idea. Sketcher. It was, and I did the work for it. That's that's how it goes. No, no. It's not frustrating at all. (laughs) Pass the hack there. Go on, do your intro for the shit chat. Oh, this is good. During one of the night feeds last changes of week two. Stop me if I have done this one. Peak sleep deprivation. Opened the diaper that was just a pee diaper. Lifted her butt to change it. Liquid baby poo rocketed out of her butt and sprayed all over my face, clothes and hair, a bassinet and our bed. I knew I only had about enough time for sleep or shower before she woke again after feeding. I was so tired that I did my best with a baby wipe and slept for 45 minutes covered in baby shit. My husband woke up in the turmeric coloured aftermath in the morning. <laughs> no judgment here. I once met a guy who on holiday, no, he shagged a girl, I think it was wife and his girlfriend, he then did a little poo in the bed. While they asleep, like a little poo in the middle, and they're both so drunk or tired that they decided they would just sleep around his poo in the middle of the bed. And that was a full grown person poo. Baby poo's not that bad. <laughs> okay, well, I'm a caring parent, but oh, I wish that I could set up 
a an like camelback or hamster feeding milk for her while I'm looking after her. Because it's really like a lot that engaged job. And then it's you kind of have to stop every 30 seconds and leave her to break for a minute. So it's a lot of like lost time. And I'm in the middle of doing work. So you know what I'm like, I like to be, you know, I like to do one thing complete it, do the next thing complete it. And so that's I can't just put a little camel back on with milk and just have a suck it through there. You got any? I'm a parent, parent. I know, I love my crop. Actually, not one of my mums. I need to get my own pair. I need my own pair. Fun fact. I'm a caring parent, but I'm annoyed that I've lost the ability to wear flip flops since I'm a little child. Is that yours? Yeah, I'm enjoying having the crocs because now I've admitted that I can't wear flip flops anymore. Now it's like in the minuses. The crocs are in my socks. Cracks and sacks. They fall over when I wore them. There you or go. They fell over. Or English. That's yeah, your. I ripped a hole in my trousers. Fucked up my knee. But safe, baby. She was slept through it. Still asleep. I didn't want to walk past. I just watched me. I didn't do anything. You did People just. Everything is so self centered now. People do. She was an old lady as well. But like a young, absorbed it's person. Yeah, I can kick her over. I don't know. Um, I was just like, She's... yeah, do you know what? I love sitting on the damp floor with a baby in my arms. She probably just looked at you and went, meth head. I just walked off. I don't really look like meth <laughs> I'd have to lose a bit of weight, I think, to look better. Got too many teeth as well. All righty. Well, we'll leave it there. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. potatoes. Hi, my lovelies. Thank you for listening. Can you please like, review and subscribe to our podcast? Mm-hmm.